Happy Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of your weekly audio newsletter, where I, Natalie Walters, the founder of Reset with Nat, sends you a message to get rich in mind, wallet, and spirit. Today's financial topic is about the wealth curve. Now, what is the wealth curve? Well, it's the ideal way of building wealth and doing it at an earlier age. So that way you can eliminate a lot of the life stresses that come with responsibility. So when we're younger, we don't normally have money. However, when you do have the money, what we should be doing is saving and investing it. And as the wealth starts to build, the wealth curve rises. Now, we'd only hope that as we get older, we'd have enough money for our retirement. The wealth curve is the investment curve. And let me tell you something. This is a simple concept, but it is a very hard one to apply when we do not learn certain skills within our households at an early age. You see, there's that thing where they always say, pay yourself first. And when you pay yourself first, you take from that money and you make sure that you have some that's dedicated to savings, some that's dedicated to you being able to have money to do certain things in life and other monies that you're going to put aside to invest in your future. Very important. And I would only hope that this is something that we may have missed in our earlier years, but we will definitely not let our children miss out on it. We will make sure to educate them on the importance of having that money put aside and left alone at a young age for retirement. You guys know what retirement looks like right now. You understand what inflation is. You understand where the principles of having good financial foundation comes from. It's all about eliminating the aggravation and the annoyance of always feeling bombarded with money issues. And if we are consistent at a young age, as people mature, it only helps them to be able to navigate life's expenses and experiences in a more peaceful manner. Now, with that said, I'm going to pull out today's word. And it says, blessed to be blessed. We read God's promise to Abram and we often say, all right, God, come on, pour out your blessings on me. But notice there's a catch. We must do something. Better yet, We must be something. God is implying that we will not be blessed simply so that we can live lavishly or self-indulgently. We will be blessed to be a blessing. Indeed, unless we are willing to be a blessing, God will not pour out his favor and goodness in our lives. We will receive from God in the same measure we give to others. If we'd listen more carefully, maybe we'd hear God saying, when are you going to start being a blessing? Hmm. 
Isn't that interesting? So, we need to be a blessing. And until we start to be a blessing to others, we're not going to maximize our full potential. I mean, it's kind of like hoarding and keeping things to yourself that may be of value to someone else that you, you know, you can share, right? It doesn't mean that you don't need something any, any, anymore and that's when you decide to give it away. Why not give when you are in the position of being able to give? He's not telling you to give your last. I mean, there are certain times where, you know what, people will do something like that. But if you have your last in these hard times, I'm not telling you to give your last to get your blessing, but just consider a blessing is not only monetary. There are other ways to be a blessing. And these are the things that we teach our children at a young age to be positive, to help people, to share. These are things that we should not forget the older that we get. And the more problems that we see you that we're facing in our lives, that doesn't mean that we pull back from being able to give. It may mean that you need to kind of modify who you give to, but it doesn't mean you neglect the whole concept in itself. No, 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 we don't do that. Because what that does to our minds is it interferes with our state of balance. It will create feelings of animosity and resentment for doing things when you do not bless people. You're always wondering what's happening with you. You're always looking at what's coming into you. But when you're not considering what's going out to others, you know, sometimes your your mindset starts to shift in a very negative way. And it over, it just messes with your overall chi. I'll just say that. There's not every time where I can give. But when I can give to people, I definitely will. And the thing is, like I said, it's not only monetary. Sometimes I could be sharing something that was positive that was sent to me. And I know that, you know what? I feel that this will resonate with someone else. It could be the simple thing of making something for someone. If you know how to bake, if you know how to sew, if you know, if you just have a good ear to lend to someone, be that. Wealth is through monetary gain, yes, by being able to have money and share wealth, but wealth also is in what you are able to give to others. How can you enrich someone else with the wealth of your spirit and your positive energy? Now, if you're looking to start early and invest in your future, or are you thinking about investing in your child's future a little earlier and giving them a head start? Reach out. Let's talk about what options are available to you. All you have to do is click the link to my website. And that is www.resetwithnat.com and book your appointment. I'd I'm wishing you a wonderful Wednesday. And look out for next week's newsletter. Take care.